unscripted, unbound, unconditional. Welcome to The Well Unfiltered. I'm Mindy. I'm Nicole. And we are the hosts of The Well Unfiltered Podcast. Where each episode you'll hear unscripted faith stories that will make you think. Unbound life lessons that will crack you up. I'm talking adjust your waistband laughter. But most of all, unconditional grace and love that will help you connect to God and to other women. Welcome to The Well Unfiltered. Well, welcome back to The Well Unfiltered. I'm Nicole. And I'm Mindy. And we are so excited to continue our series on relationships. Before we jump in, we want to make sure that you connect with us across all of our social platforms, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook. Look for The Well Unfiltered so that our conversation can keep going. Now, I want to jump into this because I think that this is one of the most important relationship conversations that we can have, and it's on boundaries. And we were sketching out this series. You were like, boundaries, Boundaries. that's got to be on there. (laughs) So I wonder if we can just start with kind of a foundational question of what does it mean to have boundaries to you? I think it is going, for me, it's knowing what you will say yes to and when you need to say no. Mm, okay. I, I think for me, what it, if I have boundaries, then underneath that is a recognition of my own humanity. And uh-huh. that, I, I feel like that flies in the face of everything we're taught about ourselves as you know what does a a successful winning Mm -hmm. faith-filled christian woman look like we hear that term superwoman all the time Mm -hmm. but to have boundaries is to recognize that that's actually a made-up marvel image (laughs) and that i'm human yes and that i cannot do all of those things yes can we just like go to the deepest end of this conversation (laughs) right from the beginning because I agree so much with that and I I think like the word I want to say to people listening is you can't do everything just Mm -hmm. I need you to repeat that I can't do everything you cannot Mm -hmm. you should not Mm -hmm. we have just been given this like plate of expectations that is full of Mm. (laughs) you can't do it all and we weren't designed to do it all and that is why I think boundaries are so important because Mm -hmm. it it it's like a natural safety zone before you burn out yeah yeah and I you know it's I could think of a scripture but I think of a sitcom that's what came to my mind first (laughs) and one of my favorite sitcoms is The Office. Oh, me too. And I don't know if you remember this. It was one of the um, episodes where Angela was party planning something and making Phyllis mm-hmm. do all the grunt all work. All of it. And Phyllis, I think, is like in therapy or something or asks someone for advice. And she comes to her and says, it's unreasonable for you to expect me to do all of these things. So you can pick two. And I, that's what I think having boundaries is it's restoring reason to your own life like I need to say that to myself more than I need to say it to other people you can pick two things no Nicole you need to pick two things things. (laughs) because it's not reasonable Mm -hmm. for you to be attempting to do all of these things at once and do them well Mm -hmm. yeah 
I think too, if like if we're framing this in relationships, since we are in this relationship series, mm-hmm. I think the hard truth for me to admit is that when I like let my boundaries either go away or just become like so permeable that like, mm-hmm. well, I have this standard, but sure, 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 we'll do that yeah. thing. I'll say yes to that. I always lean into that over-functioning when I am not grounded in my own worth. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I feel like when my when my relationship with God is not super solid, that's mm-hmm. when I see myself mm-hmm. get into that place of, like I remember there was a week, it was before COVID, so it's like it didn't mm. happen, right? But we'll <laughs> talk about it anyway. Um, there was a week as a pastor, and I went to a thing every night and like some two in one night Mm -hmm. I mean it was like just so ridiculous I just felt like I had to be at all the things Mm -hmm. and my husband asked me later he's like why did you schedule yourself like that Mm. why I said because I felt like I had to be at everything to like matter and we kind of looked at each other like okay so that's a lie you don't, mm-hmm. and you need to figure out what your boundaries are. Mm-hmm. And I, so I think for me, that's why this matters so much, because there's a direct correlation between not having boundaries in relationships, whether that's professional or personal or, right. or whatever, um, and my own health and well-being. I don't know if that's true for you, but it is just, oh, yeah. it's the marker for me. I'm like, ooh, I've said so many yeses, mm-hmm. and I need to pay attention to that. I mean, I think that it's connected to... God's design for us, not as just productive, but as people who rest. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a, I think it's, as I've taken classes on, like, the world religion, it's odd to me that as far as I've been exposed to, there isn't another divine figure that says, do all of this work, but at least one day you need to do rest and restoration work Mm. like that's and and that needs to be protected as part of your life rhythm Mm. and that's a boundary that's what that is that's God setting up a boundary for us and so if if God the creator of the universe (laughs) creates boundaries for us maybe it's letting us know that that's something that we have to uh, create in our own lives. And I, I too recognize that when I don't have those, that's usually the starting point of a lot of other dysfunction. But thinking of that, you know, what has been the hardest boundary you've ever had to set? Hmm. I, so I think because of our vocation, our shared mm-hmm. vocation, a lot of it comes down to care. Mm. care when people need care Mm. and when to know when to say yes to that Mm -hmm. and when to say my ability to help you has run out Mm. that I'm a helper by nature I love to fix things and so I think the hardest boundaries to Mm. set have to do with that um so I just have a personal rule like as a pastor I'll meet with one person three times about the same thing and then after that, it's become chronic, mm-hmm. and it has to go beyond me. But I think if I don't have that, like, firm of a boundary, mm-hmm. I would get into this cycle very easily of, like, well, just one more time. Gotcha. Let me help them. And so I just have to watch myself, like, as an Enneagram 2, as a pastor. Like, 
I will enable the heck out of you. And <laughs> no one needs that. Like that is not helpful help. So I think that, that that's kind of not maybe one specific example, but I think mm-hmm. the pattern for right. me of like, ooh, I need to watch these relationships and make sure that it's it's actually helpful and not just like helping someone sit in something that they can't get out of now. Mm, okay. I it's interesting. I when I first thought of that question, I thought about time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the hardest boundary I ever had to set was actually boundaries and how someone could relate to me and specifically how someone could treat me. Mm-hmm. So I have this uh, family member who I love dearly and who in their expression of anger gets really volatile. Uh, volatile with um, their words. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in a similar way, um, I'm not an Enneagram too. So I'm usually not like, how can I help? I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know what that means about me and my call. That's another episode. But um, I think that because of that, sometimes people will project on me that I have to respond in a Christian way. And maybe other people don't have to be as Christian. Mm-hmm. And so I had set up a pattern where this person could say some really crazy stuff and I would ex- like not respond and then either not address that and then we would just kind of brush it off and pretend like it didn't happen at the next family gathering. And then one in one particular instance, they said something that was just, I can't think of another word except um, just evil. And um, I was like, you know, I don't have to do this. Like we are um, related by blood, but if we can't have a particular, a healthy exchange, I'm setting up a boundary that this is not how I allow people in my life to speak to me. When I get really angry, I get really quiet and I start speaking really deliberately. So like, listen <laughs> for that if you ever encounter Oh my gosh. It's, <laughs> you can just start it's backing terrible. away. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, actually, I was talking to my daughter about this. I was like, you know, how do, how do you think I express anger? She said, oh, when you go to your room. <laughs> what? She's like, then I know then you're I thinking. Know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's just as scary. Um, but it, it set up for me, that person actually responded to the boundary. And we have mm-hmm. never had that type of exchange again. But I think that they felt comfortable expressing themselves in a particular way because I had never said, that is not okay. And we're not going to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And so that was the hardest boundary because it wasn't just a professional relationship or a um, vocational relationship, but a family relationship. And I find that those can be places where I struggle to set boundaries. Well, and I think it's interesting what you said that they responded to that boundary. Right. Because I think some of the reasons we don't set boundaries in our relationship mm-hmm. is because we don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um we don't know if we're going to be looked at as, you know, harsh 
yeah. or rude, and especially as Christian women. Absolutely. Oh my goodness, there's this like script of how I think people expect you to act. Uh-huh. And setting a boundary for your own health is not not Christian. Mm-hmm. I would wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm reminded of the myriad of Christian women we find in the text, women that take tent poles out of the I ground of and like, stab people. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's repressed anger Man. for not responding Yikes, from setting boundaries. boundaries or... Like there are all kinds of women we can point to. So who, which woman do you want to come out? I'm trying to set boundaries so that <laughs> you don't not have a test. Exactly. Exactly. Oh but I, I mean, I, I would encourage, I think we know those relationships. Yes. But the challenge is we can say we don't know how they're going to respond, but we'll never know if we never set the boundary. And what we do know is that we are going to respond (laughs) in discomfort and, you know, in an unpleasant way. So we choose our own discomfort over setting that boundary, which might make someone else uncomfortable. And wow, that is something we have to move beyond. Yeah. I have a right to have exchanges with people that are healthy mm-hmm. because my own worthiness and happiness matters just as much as yours not more than mm. but just as much yeah. and i think that when we put faith into that sometimes we subjugate our own uh, comfort happiness needs because we think well i'm sacrificing for that other person well some things are not worth sacrificing if they're if they're bringing brokenness and dysfunction into our own lives mm-hmm. yeah and so I think that can be true with sort of the more relational aspects of our life with our time mm-hmm. um, and I think the way that we sort of struggle or navigate through those boundaries can can just change depending on what's going on in our lives. And depending on the relationship, too. I mean, I think of (laughs) when my, I think Javon and I had been married probably two years, and my mom came over, and she was helping with our then only child. And she just got into the living room and said, this just doesn't flow and started moving the furniture around. And I think like if if you know Javon, he's like the most even keeled mm-hmm. person. Like someone could come in and start shooting. Well, all right. Well, uh someone's shooting and uh <laughs> like it would just be and I would be acting crazy. Yeah. But for I know my mom so well that I'm just calmly watching her move all of these things. And I know when her departure date is. And I, she's moving these things, and they will be moved right back when she leaves. <laughs> and for me, it's not a big deal. But for my husband, it was crazy to him, the idea that you would go into someone else's house and yeah. rearrange their furniture. But I think one of the hallmarks of what makes me have a different set of boundaries, depending on the relationship, is what's underneath that relationship. And... With my relationship with my mother is full of encouragement and respect and investment on her part in me. And so I receive it differently mm-hmm. um, when she responds a certain way, even when she traverses some of those boundaries. Um, three letter word, traverse. 
Um, $3 word, I should say. See, now I just took down all of my intellectual capability in one, in one sentence. But I, I do feel like sometimes we have to think about that um, and whether certain boundaries um, apply to every relationship. I wouldn't let the you know someone I work with come in my house and just start moving my furniture. I this is no. <laughs> okay, I won't do that. Thank you. It'd be really weird. What about, I mean, do you see that in your own relationships? Mm-hmm. I do. I do, and I think that I. It's almost like a choose your battles mm. thing a mm-hmm. little bit. Like yeah. there are some people where I have set very firm boundaries with, with like, this is what we will and will not talk about because mm-hmm. I don't want to have these conversations with you. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, I feel like that has worked and that's mm-hmm. been respected. And there's other people where I feel like I just have to choose to let some things go mm-hmm. because every single battle isn't worth me fighting. Right. But in some ways, that's a boundary, too, mm-hmm. because it takes a lot of emotional investment to be like, right. I'm going to go toe-to-toe with you on every single thing we disagree with. Well, okay, but why? Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't have to do that. Maybe mm-hmm. I can just, like, love you and accept you how you are. Right. And that doesn't mean that I have to, like, agree with you or engage with you as deeply as you're trying. Um, it makes me think back to that conversation we had with Jennifer Thompson earlier. Yeah on this um, season, just about the way that some of those boundaries are even just self-preserving, which mm-hmm. sounds kind of sad, but I I just think that that's, that's part of it. That's yeah. okay. Well, that makes me think of when we talk about these different boundaries and these different relationships, when have you set one and it failed? And what did you learn from that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking like what story (laughs) which one which time um you know I actually I really struggled with this back in college when I was an RA Mm -hmm. in my first year so I had this floor of freshman girls and they were terrible (laughs) (laughs) and I hope none of them are listening because (laughs) it was a hot mess but I mean they were just so mean so Mm. mean and I tried to set boundaries. I tried to be firm. Mm-hmm. Like, but they weren't being respected. It was like every boundary I would set, mm-hmm. like, okay, I will not go into all the stories, but every boundary I would set, they would just blow right through. Mm. And finally, I was so worn out that I remember one day I said, fine, you can do whatever you want. I just don't care. I'm done. And I basically, like, stopped interacting with them. I stopped mm. talking to them. It was so toxic and what Mm. I thought was now like looking back as you know a more adult version of myself is I should have known when to bring in some help Mm. because sometimes you can't set all the boundaries on your own like Mm. these were people that were not healthy yeah like they just weren't and I really hope that they are like kinder humans now but this group of girls they weren't healthy. Mm-hmm. And so the respectable boundaries that I was giving them of what was okay and not okay on our floor, mm-hmm. they just couldn't hear or receive. And believe it or not, friends, we can't change people. <laughs> so <laughs> I should have brought in help and acknowledged mm. that I can't do all of this myself. Yeah. That's, that's a great example. I, I think that mine is related to what you shared earlier around time. Mm-hmm. So I don't struggle as much with the need to... As a Enneagram 3, I am wired around achievement. Mm-hmm. 
and like feeling like I'm doing whatever floating checklist is in my mind. And it's important to me to that checklist of it's not necessarily task um, driven, but it's I think sometimes achievement is not just connected to a, a task. Um, and so an example of this to me is like sometimes it's not even having a certain doing a certain job, but I think having influence and feeling mm -hmm. like what I'm doing is important, mm -hmm. right? So in I think underneath that is potentially a dysfunction around saying no to things, not because I have a fear of missing out on being Ooh, there. I have it. I, I have it. No, I can, <laughs> I don't have to be there. But like I, I have, um, I think sometimes because of my wiring around being achievement oriented, it's this scarcity of, well, if I don't do this, then will I progress in where I'm trying to go? Thinking that like everything that I'm doing could lead to whatever the next thing is. And so the way this will work for me sometimes in work is that I'll say yes to keynoting something. I'll be the facilitator of this and I'll be the, have a presentation due on Tuesday. And this is all due within three days and I'll say yes to all of it. And I'll do all of it, but I actually won't enjoy the experience. Mm -hmm. Like that, I mean, it's just, I think of one example where I had this huge conference, four workshops to do, had to preach on Sunday and present to our cabinet on something on Tuesday. And the purpose of the conference was for women to connect and grow in their faith. And as soon as my workshops were over, I had to leave. Yeah. And I, it's not just, I could check off that I did the task, but I missed the opportunity to actually grow in my faith by creating boundaries around my time so I could fully be present with other people. And I am notorious for doing that. And one of my, I mentioned this in another episode, my ministry coach will pray this really annoying prayer. <laughs> like, God, teach Nicole what to say no to. Oh. And I'm just like, get out of here with all this truthiness. Yeah. I don't want any of that. But that, to me, is at the heart of boundaries. There's so much to say yes to. Yeah. Like, there will always be something to say yes to. And not only are we not missing out, but underneath that is this scarcity that if I don't do this, then God is not going to present this opportunity again. Who said? Like, why, why are you? But why do we believe that? I mean, I'm sitting here and I'm like, yes, I get this. I'm so afraid of that. And I do have FOMO, like, so bad. So it's a different mood. I'm like, do you love me? Can I be loved? Please love me. I mean, like, that's all my chunk. And mine but is, do you love me enough? Do you love me more? Because you should love me more. Like, it's, it's equally dysfunctional. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it's like, why do we believe that if we miss one thing, we will miss all things? Because for me, that is like a quick... Mm -hmm. trip to just letting all my batteries go like I don't need those what a Sabbath no who needs a Sabbath I can be at all the things <laughs> I mean it is it's it's hard it and you know so then when you're drained because you're trying because you have no boundaries right 
then nobody likes you because you're like this awful version yes. of yourself. I'm so, I am such a jerk when I'm tired. Like yes. I am it, all of the warmth, all yes. of the friendly, it's gone. Yes. Like, let's just get it done. So then there, there's this cycle that we mm-hmm. create. We don't set boundaries. We say yes to too much. We can't fulfill those expectations. Mm-hmm. We doubt ourselves. We don't set back. Ba- like it just, yes. it continues. Yes. And so I wonder if, there are, and I know that a boundary that was set up a couple of minutes ago when David lifted up that 20-minute sign, <laughs> we're just going to pretend that that boundary wasn't set um, with just one more question. One more question. Because I think some of this is grounded in our false perception of what a Christian woman is, mm-hmm. who's always helpful, always says yes, mm-hmm. is completely self-sacrificing. And I wonder if there are other women in the text that help inform a healthier version of Christian womanhood that sets boundaries. What is that mm-hmm. that scripture for you? Yeah, well, it's funny. I wasn't thinking of a specific woman, actually. Mm, okay. You're going to laugh. Tell me more. Is it Paul? It's not Paul. Okay. No, no. <laughs> it is Ecclesiastes. Of course it is. <laughs> is it a time for everything under heaven, or are we going somewhere else? I was, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was going with, don't take a drink right now. Mm. (laughs) Thank you for the warning. I'm ready. I was going with everything is meaningless. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm glad I didn't take a drink. Everything is meaningless. (laughs) Okay. It feels like this got really dark, but I promise it didn't. Bring us back, Mindy. What does that mean? Here's why I love it, even though it is a little, little extra. Because when you think about it, like, okay, Ecclesiastes is basically like, get over yourself. Mm. That's what that whole book to me is about. It's like, you think everything is like the height of everything. Mm. But really, when you put your life in perspective, it's just not that deep. Mm -hmm. And that, I feel like, is the mantra I have to tell myself constantly, is Mm. this thing that you're so worried about, you're probably not going to be worried about it. In a few mm-hmm. weeks. You really right. probably aren't. Right. Now, there are, like, some things that are crises, and, like, right. we care about those. But most of the reasons that I let my boundaries go and don't honor them were not worth it. Mm. And so that's what I try to hold on to is, like, this thing that feels like a mountain might not actually be. Mm-hmm. And it's actually fine for me to say, I'm a human with limits. Yeah, This doesn't matter. This is not an emergency. Mm-hmm. We're all going to be okay if I say no. Yeah. So... So everything is meaningless. <laughs> Will that be the pull quote from except, the episode? Yes, except your boundaries. Except your boundaries. So I actually... Please, please rest with this. <laughs> no, I think that that is brilliant. And I think another example of a woman in the text who sets a boundary is Vashti. And she I... Does. I love her. She's seriously, one of my favorite characters I mean, who we never talk about. Never talk about. And when I have heard her preached on... It's usually a footnote to Mm -hmm. Esther, or I've even heard her presented as, you know, she didn't have the vision to see that she would lose her kingdom because of this decision she made. But every time I read that text where it talks about how Xerxes, her husband, had been drinking for like three months, (laughs) invited all his boys from all over the region And they've just been partying. And one commentator talks about how when he says, come in your crown, that it may have been only your crown. Right. And so there is this 
there's not just this boundary of, I don't want to uh, do this, but also I am protecting myself and I have the right to do that. And that's more important than any material thing like a kingdom or a crown or a position. And I really believe that after that, she's in like this Thelma and Louise mode on a camel somewhere smoking a cigarette. Like, I, I really, that's my idea of what she's doing. Like, peace. Y'all can have the kingdom. I have my boundaries and my, it is better to live free and in line with the boundaries that I set for myself than to live caged by the boundaries that you set for me. And I, that is, I want to be that woman. And I'm getting closer to that. I'm not full Vashti yet. I actually don't think the world is ready for like full boundary setting Nicole. Cause I would just, no, 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 no to all of you. From and your, I would start. From your camel. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I just have to complete this image. <laughs> and at the end of it, I would say, Everything is meaningless. <laughs> and so yes. I really do hope that as you're listening to this, you have not spit out your coffee or your food, <laughs> but that you might, preacher and me, mm. spit out those things that ha- you've been allowing other people to set for you mm-hmm. or that you haven't had the courage and wisdom to set for yourself. Because it, it I am now 36 and I'm just having somebody teach me you can say no to that. Like, it feels like something my five-year-old already knows. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, how do you know that? And I didn't know how to do that. Mm. And so it is freeing when you realize that you can't do all of these things. And you get to choose what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's the gift that God gives us, that we get to make those choices. And we don't have to live by other people making those choices for us without boundaries yeah yeah I feel like that is a good um David is I mean <laughs> so patient so patient uh, you do have that church purse lip thing you where do. you're not no mm. if you all could see I wish you would just come stand in front of the camera right now so those of you on YouTube could see his face because he's not pleased with us um but I do feel like that's a good place for us to talk about like our next seasons of life mm. and how we are trying to figure out what boundaries look like. Yeah. So some of you, if you're around St. Luke's, you may know this, but if you listen from other places, you may not. Yeah. Um, Nicole and I are both going through like, I call it big life changes with my <laughs> eyes like really wide. <laughs> that's how I feel about yeah. it this week. So at St. Luke's, we are starting a new campus of our church, um, just in a different neighborhood in Indianapolis, and I'm going to be the campus pastor of that. Yeah, and I am moving to uh, First Noblesville, the United Methodist Church, where I will be the senior pastor. I will be their first woman senior pastor, their first black person senior pastor, their first curly hair. I don't know if that's true, but like there's just a lot of... (laughs) A lot of firsts. Yes. Yes. And I think that because of that, I have been in associate pastor roles. I've been the director of nonprofits. And now I feel like one of the boundaries I have to set is over my time in ways that I didn't before, just because I've not been in this role before. And I also have to set time for people, which I've already admitted 
I'm not good at. <laughs> and so because of that, it's really pushed you and I to talk about how we might even need to set a boundary around our work with mm -hmm. the Well Unfiltered. Yeah. And that we anticipate that we'll take a pause um, just so that we can say yes to what God has said yes to and do that well, mm -hmm. um, as opposed to this being something else we continue on top of what I know will be a totally different expression of our time yeah. and the bandwidth uh, that we have. Because, I mean, the biggest part, the biggest shift for both of us will be yep. preaching every Sunday. Absolutely. And um, I know that it looks like what your pastor does in those 20, 25 minutes anybody could do, <laughs> but the average <laughs> pastor spends 20 plus hours on their sermon. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that's a boundary that we've had to set. It was hard for us to talk about that mm -hmm. um, in terms of the well unfiltered because this has been such a place of joy, yes. I think, for both of us. Um, but we want to be faithful to what God is calling us to do next and also open to what, what else may be down the road that keeps us connected with you and with each other and to have space to do that well. Mm. Yeah. So we we will take a break, and mm -hmm. then I think we're going to kind of feel it out. So mm -hmm. stay tuned. Don't yes. leave us. Yes. <laughs> but, but just know that we might have a longer pause between seasons. And, you know, we're I think we're excited for Absolutely. the next chapters and just have so many questions and yeah. so many unknowns. And yeah. I think that's a good place to end on boundaries is – is that also your boundaries don't have to be cement. Mm -hmm. They can change not just with the relationship, but with the season. Absolutely. And to know, like, for right now this doesn't work, but it might work in the future. And so that doesn't make you flaky. That just makes you, like, a attentive to your life. Absolutely. And I think that that's probably what's filling my well. Mm -hmm. That, and I would never think I would ever say this, that this is legitimately something that I don't fully know. Mm -hmm. And that there's a... There's an adventure and an awe in this new role that I know God is going to teach me something and stretch me and challenge me. And I'm excited about that. Yeah. What's filling your well? Yeah. I mean, I think it's about the same thing. Okay. It's, it's just stepping out in faith mm -hmm. and... I no control, and that's terrible. <laughs> um, but but I've been thinking lately, like how how remarkable to have this experience mm -hmm. because so much of our life can be on autopilot. Yes, and the fact that I feel like I'm being propelled mm -hmm. to pay attention and be intentional and just say, God, I don't know what you're doing, but I trust you. I mean, there's a lot of goodness in that. Absolutely. Well, I think that that is where we end, yeah. and David can breathe mm -hmm. and finally press stop. <laughs> so thank you yes. for joining us on this episode of The Well, and even though we are setting some boundaries uh, on our bandwidth, we do hope that you'll connect with us as we continue serving our congregation. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. we'll see you next time. Bye.